Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Claret and Blue. I'm Dan Ronson, joined here by John Townley as we build up to Spurs this week. Premier League football is finally back. Uh, before we get into this episode, I would like to plug our recent content. Over the weekend, we released a video where we uh, built the awesome Aston Villa footballer, which was a bizarre 30 minutes or so, but uh, good fun while we got through the, the, the boringness of an international break. And earlier this week on Monday, I spoke to John McKenzie, which is one of my favourite episodes we've done for a long time, a real kind of in-depth chat about the tactical genius of Unai Emery. And if you missed that, you can go back on the channel and find it. Trust me, it's well worth 45 minutes, an hour of your time. However, however much you can listen to it, you will learn something, I'm convinced. Today, we're going to be talking about the Champions League again because why the hell not? Villa are so good, we're in this conversation, so we might as well make the most of it. So this is our six reasons why the other big six clubs should be terrified of Aston Villa. Before we get into those though, how are, how are you doing? Yeah, doing fine, thanks Dan. Looking forward to Sunday. It's been a long international break, but last one now, isn't it? Since I don't know, yeah. a lot of games coming up for Villa now, thick and fast, as it has been for the last three months anyway. But yeah, nice to see the end of the international breaks now. Let's get into this discussion then. Here's six reasons why we think Aston Villa should be serious contenders for the Champions League. You'll, you'll realise that I've phrased that three different ways already in this first couple of minutes. I don't know what the title is, but it's going to be something like that. Reason number one, is because of the form we've shown over the last 12 months. And we all know the, the stat about the calendar year, how we'll have done in 2023. And we've spoken about this since like there was 20 games in 2023 or 25 games, because it just goes on and on and on. We're now at 34 Premier League games in 2023 with 68 points. A nice, clean, easy to work out, two points per game for Unai Emery. And in that fictional league table, of if it was done on calendar years, Villa will be third currently. Yeah. No no need to worry about whether fifth is a Champions League place. We're firmly inside the top four in 2023. So that is reason enough to say that Villa can do this over a consistent long period of time. Yeah, third in the league table this calendar year. And that's only behind Tottenham on, sorry, only behind um, Arsenal in second on a couple of goals as well. So yeah. it's been a remarkable year under Emery. I mean, firstly, what we would say is the only time will tell if Villa can compete for the Champions League. But the kind of premise of it is that Villa should be taken seriously in the conversation because, you know, it's been three months at the start of this season that Villa have played well, yes. And I think a lot of people are kind of, you know, taking notice of the work that Emery's done and how Villa are playing. I, th I think, to be fair, after that West Ham game, as we said, after the match, you know, it was the only Sunday kickoff and it was the only game that Sky Sports were showing and it was the only game that people could talk about. So I think people kind of, you know, sat back and really saw Villa for what they were. But yeah, it's over 12 months that this is how it's it's been going. Villa have 
said previously, Emery, sorry, has added layers of complexity to the system that he's playing as well. The players are only getting better. But yeah, over the course of 34 games, which is, you know, near enough a whole campaign, there you go, there's your proof. So um, that's why Villain do need to be taken seriously because we're above all of the teams, um, bar two, sorry, that, you know, you'd expect to be up there. Um, only City and Arsenal here were competing for the title last year of, you know, or are above Villa in that specific table. 12 months, you know, work in terms of a body of work of Emery, that, that needs to be respected and, after 12 games this season, it's four more points to Newcastle as well, which isn't a lot, but it just shows that Villa have made the start that that can be sustained. I do believe that. Mm. So, yeah, we'll go on to talk about European football and whatnot. But, yeah, over the 12 months in terms of the league, Villa are they're right up there. This isn't us saying that Villa definitely are going to do it. It's just, as you said, when you know there was something on Sky Sports last week about uh, Villa's chances of winning the title and it was 0.1%. I'm not saying that we should be any higher than that for that. But when they do the same kind of thing for Champions League qualification, I would imagine Villa will be one of the lowest percentages to achieve that. Whereas I yeah. think Villa should be taken more seriously that they've got as as much of a chance as four or five teams that are, are going to be wanting to get into that top four. I think you've got Man City and then second to seventh, I honestly think could finish in any order. I'm yeah. not saying that that means that Villa are going to finish second, but I don't think there'll be a great deal between second, third and fourth and then fifth, sixth and seventh. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. And we're kind of putting ourselves here to get shot down when um, when we play Spurs, City and Arsenal. Okay, right. in, you know, three of the four games coming up, which you know could alter the table. But ultimately, Villa, again, we've shown that over the course of a year that we're that good. We've got 21 wins this calendar year which is our joint most in the Premier League era and we have Sheffield United and Burnley still to come at home so I'm sure we'll break that so again there's another point to suggest that you know this isn't just Villa uh, on a decent run of form it's since Emery walked through the door pretty much yeah it's very positive and I think apart from when we lost so since then since when we lost those three games back in February which is a long time ago I think Villa have bounced back from either drawing or losing with a win every time, apart from when they lost against Man United and Wolves. Yes, Villa are very consistent, but also if they do, you know, come unstuck in any game, they usually respond. And we've seen that this season as well, haven't we? Yeah, I totally agree. And that brings us nice on to point number two, which is that, and again, you know, when we did um, five reasons for European football last yeah, season, yeah. and it was yeah. like, you know, we cooking and all these kind of things. The things that I've got written down here that I'm going to say may not be what I put up on screen when I come to edit this. Uh, but number two is, We've already dealt with a busy three months. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really roll off the tongue very well. But it's true, isn't it? It's been a yeah. hectic start to the season. It's been, at times, very up and down. Obviously, the defeats towards the start of the season to Newcastle and Liverpool away. The European campaign didn't get off the way that we thought it was going to. But since then, it's been pretty much all all rosy, hasn't it? Despite uh, Besides that Nottingham Forest defeat a couple of weeks ago. And we mentioned how we've got Tottenham, Man City and Arsenal coming up and Bournemouth as well thrown in there, which I know that they've got nine points, but it's still in that that period of games. As much as that could shape the table in the sense that we've not got the points we wanted to and we've lost a bit of a ground and we're kind of forgetting about Champions League football and it's just about the top six, top seven instead. You can flip that and say, well, if we start, if we pick up points against those three teams, well, Villa will look in a, a brilliant position. The way they've handled with this start to the season so far sets them up nicely that, well, if you can get through that, use that to get you through the next section of the season and then the next section. I mean, you, you could put it another way and say that, I mean, there's every chance that Villa could, you know, lose both of those games, maybe draw one, I don't know. But you don't doubt that 
Villa will then just come back and then win three yeah, in a yeah. row, four in a row, you know, something like that. Again, because it's a it's a huge sample size, one year, 34 games. Again, it's pretty much the course of a season. So we're not just talking at the start of this season, are we? That's what it keeps coming back to me. It's I think a lot of people look at it and think Villa have done well and they're doing well. But at some point, you know, when they lose to City, when they lose to Arsenal, when they fall back to seventh or whatever it may be, as you say, Dan, then people will start to write Villa off as, oh, you know, while they're making podcasts about Champions League football. Because I honestly think after 19 games and when we get to February or so, I think we'll be back amongst where we are, not now in terms of three points off the top of the league, but in this around this position, around fifth place. Yeah, I, I do genuinely believe that. I think the challenge for us, as I keep saying, is when it gets to the, when the pressure starts to mount on us, when it's the knockout rounds of the Conference League, when you have the mental decision of, do we go for Champions League? Do we go for Conference League? That sort of thing can subconsciously even they do play uh, a part and we'll get on to why Emery is um, so important later on but I think that's a big factor to kind of mitigate those fears but yeah it's been a busy period so far Villa have played 19 games which is a lot obviously they've won quite a few of those and I think that was the main question coming into this season it was Villa did so well last year to get Conference League but this year they might not get into Europe because they've got the Conference League to think about look at West Ham look at what they did last year and I, I already feel like those questions have been answered in the space of 12 games or so I don't think anyone putting Villa you know if you look at the kind of a neutrals table predictor before the start of the season you'd probably put Villa about eighth maybe or seventh mm. something yeah. like that but now you are definitely putting them in the top seven top six so um yeah it's been a very good you know start to the season and I, I do think Villa can um sustain it because again it's been three months now and yeah those questions that were asked at the start of the season I don't think I've been asked anymore and Emery as a manager is 17 years now straight in Europe so yeah it's been a very hectic schedule so far so I think those questions already being answered number three on our list is simply why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America you don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Firepower. Goals win games, don't let John the old cliche goes. If Philip is scoring plenty of goals, they will tend to win plenty of games as, as that's been the case so far this season uh, 29 goals in the Premier League so far second only behind Man City 23 of those I think at Villa Park which is unbelievable it does tell us that we need to fix up our away form a little bit and I think if we are to achieve Champions League qualification this season that is going to have to happen but I back Villa to win as many as what 15 games at Villa Park Maybe that will stand them in good stead to at least finish in the top seven. So Villa don't need to fix up massively in sense that they need to be winning. Now we've won six out of six at Villa Park, haven't we? I'm not suggesting that we need to have won six out of six away either. But if you win three out of six and draw the other two, you're picking up plenty of points home and away. And that should be enough to then comfortably get into the top four. Yeah, I think the point that you make is bang on. Villa's away form is something that has to be fixed and 
you know, we don't need to go to Tottenham and win to finish in the top five this season. We don't. Yes, it would be nice to do that. I mean, be a fantastic result. But Villa needs to go to places like Bournemouth and win. I think that's yep. that's the message. Every team that is going to finish below Villa, you need to go to those places and put up a fight. And you know, being turned over by Nottingham Forest, that isn't the the recipe for Champions League football clubs that are. That finished in the top four previously. Yes, they can drop points every now and again. Liverpool do it away to um, Luton. Luton. They could have lost that match in the end, and that was only yeah. after the Villa lost against Forest. But Liverpool won't lose many on the road this season, and their home form will be strong. Like hopefully Villas will be as well. Yeah. But we need to cut out those little mistakes that we're doing away. We need to find a better structure away from home as well. But that's something that again I back Emery to do. So I'm not, I have no real fear that Villas away form is going to be poor this season. I think it's just something yeah. at the start of the season that we're struggling a little bit with. But then flip it, our home form is immaculate. It's a hundred percent. We're scoring goals all the time. We feel like we could beat anyone when we play Man City in a few weeks. Even if we lose to Spurs and don't win against Bournemouth, I still think that we can beat Man City. Genuinely, it's uh, Villa Park. It's a fortress. We play. I don't want to say we're like a different team, but it feels like that. Even though we know that we're capable of winning away games, you know, we're not horrific on the uh, on the road. It's not like that. But at home, we're just that good, and we have so much confidence. So yeah, that's why it's um, again another factor why we can definitely get Champions League football or at least compete for it because you need your home ground to be a fortress. No one makes Champions League football if they've got like a balanced home and away form. It's always going to be their home form that's better mm. um, unless you're you know, winning the title. But if you're finishing fourth, then you need to be picking up points away from home as well. And that's Villa's challenge. Number four is that we've sent statements this season already. And the two I'm thinking of in particular are West Ham and Brighton. Now, obviously, you can look at those from the scoreline perspective. We scored a lot of goals against both sides, convincing the home victories, which is obviously what you define as a, as a statement kind of game. But for me, if Villa, forget, I know this video is about how we should be taken seriously for the top four. Forget that for a second and let's just widen that to the top seven. Now you've got your traditional guys that are going to be in there, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, United are always up there somehow, Newcastle United, uh, Spurs this year have been better. There's six already off the top of my head. That second kind of cluster of teams that are trying to get into that that group we expected were to be Villa, Brighton and West Ham. You can maybe throw Brentford in there as well, but if there's kind of a secondary period, a secondary group underneath those um, powerhouses, let's, let's yes. face it, it was those three. So to beat them, yes, they're at home and we still got to play them away, but to beat them in the way we did and dispatch them and, and you come out of those games thinking, Oh, we'll definitely finish above both of them. Like West Ham and Brighton could mount a charge and be up in that top seven as well later in the season. But if they are, I see Villa that they're comfortably well above sixth and seventh, if that's the case. I, I don't see a scenario where Villa drop down to ninth and Brighton qualify for Europe again. I, just, I don't see that at all. I think of the three sides, we're by far the best. Yeah, those two games in particular stand out to me as that we've kind of proven it already that for the size around us, we're already better than them. Yes, and... While football changes quickly, those those are the cold hard facts, aren't they? This season yeah. we've dismantled both of those teams, and you know straight away opposition fans will say, "Yeah, but you lost to Newcastle five one." But we're above Newcastle at the moment, and we beat them three 0 at home at the end of last season. So I think we'll almost be like level with Newcastle coming into the season, that sort of thing. It's going to be like mm. almost like a head to head of who could maybe um, into fifth or fourth or maybe sixth. It's going to be around those positions. Whereas Brighton and West Ham. You don't put in those positions at the moment for me at all. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. going to be competing for Europe possibly, but Villa have put them, they've dispatched them on home turf, yes, and scored a lot of goals. But again, I think it's just that kind of calling card of 
these teams are capable of competing against you know other good sides i think brighton ran city relatively close um, away from home and we know that they're a good team we know west ham can cause problems to most teams in the division but villa made it look easy um Whereas when they were beaten against Newcastle, I do think there was a lot of factors. We did a whole Monday episode, didn't we, on the kind of psychological effects of losing Mings, etc. And then I I think we've been proven on that, to be fair, Dan. I know Newcastle have had um, injuries themselves, but, you know, so have Villa. They've had two bad injuries. Ramsey Moreno haven't um, started a game in the league yet. And they've responded to that loss been you know excellent they're three points yeah. off top already how many points are we in front of Newcastle is it five or six I believe at the time of recording so yeah again over the next few weeks the table the table will chop and change but again the whole point of this episode is to say here's why Villa should be in the conversation we're not saying we're going to get yeah. it in fact I don't think we're going to get it if I'm going to put my cards on the table I, I couldn't say yes I think we will put it that way because again I need to see evidence that our players can handle that particular pressure last season they handled the pressure by um, you know, winning the last three games of the season, sorry, winning two and drawing at Liverpool in terms of mm-hmm. last season. And then they went on that big run, but they were almost punching and they were almost like the uh, the underdogs to get European football. I felt like they it was kind of like a galvanising mentality there. Whereas this season, when the pressure's on, I, I think it's a different sort of feeling. Um, mm. And who knows how the players are going to react to that. But yeah, the point being that Villa beating Brighton and West Ham, two teams who would have thought they could finish above Villa this season um, and compete in every game that they play in. Villa made that look really simple. And if Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal, if those teams won 6-1 against Brighton at home, beat West Ham 4-1 at home and made it look that good, you know, everyone would be saying that that's a top performance. Wow, look at that. So for yeah. Villa to do it, a team that you would probably put around par with those teams, um, or outsiders would at least, you know, that's in the first few weeks of the season, first few months of the season, Villa have kind of steamed ahead already in the first three months. And yeah, it's all about sustaining it from here. But those were the calling cards that they set early. And I think teams are definitely respecting them more now. Point number five is injured players are returning. You mentioned Ramsey and Moreno earlier, not starting a league game for us. They were absolutely vital in 2023 to that entire left-hand side. I spoke this with John McKenzie on Monday that it's, it's not just a, a player in one position that you miss. To miss like a whole section of, of your side that you feel are, uh, are well known for attacking down both flanks. So to have to change how you do that on the entire side and even switch this season to the other side and we've seen more of an emphasis on cash and begin to do more on the right-hand side than we have with Moreno and Ramsey on the left-hand side last year. Mings on the opening day, Buendia in training, four players there that would have been involved in lots of games so far already. Pau Torres would have been able to have been adapted into the into the side differently. I think Ramsey would have more goals, and this is a, a prediction and a hypothetical, I think Ramsey would have more goal com- contributions than Zaniolo and Bailey have got. Well, Bailey's got a fair amount, to be fair. And Moreno, um, to fair, Dean's done well as well. But I suppose the point is that we've done well and we've adapted without those players. And Emery has found a way to get this group of players ticking. But those guys coming back when we're flooded with games and needing rotation and needing to change things. How many millions of talent have I just talked about there missing from this squad that are about to come back? Like, let's say they come back in January. If you said, oh, you're going to sign a a 60 million left-sided footballer who's plays for England or plays for England in 21. You go, oh yeah, right. I like the sound of that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. And that's effectively what it will be. Ramsey coming back will be a huge boost, as will Moreno. So that will allow us to play in different different ways as well. So the fact that we've got this to this stage without them makes you think, well, what can we do when they're back? It brings, not to be cringe, but it brings a smile to my face knowing that those two players are on the cusp of making this team even better. Yeah. You, know, you think of the, I, I think I've said this in every podcast, that Luka Dean is probably one of the most underrated Villa players that they've had this season, et cetera, et cetera. But he's had so much joy on that left-hand side because of how Villa set up, because of the structure yeah. they deploy, um, that Emery utilises even. God, imagine Moreno just buzzing around that left-hand side now, doing little one-twos, having that, that much space, that much opportunity. Villa suffocate teams, especially at home, when you've got Torres and Conter and Kamara playing as that three, and then you've got pretty much wingers, in, uh, uh, sorry, or fullbacks as your wingers. Moreno playing in that, giving the ball to Ramsey. Oh, goodness me. It, uh, I think I said the other week, I had to read out the starting 11 because it just sounded so good. And I'm not going to do it again. No one likes to see people get injured <laughs> or anything like that. But the Tottenham team is depleting at the moment and Villa uh, getting players back. I think other teams are suffering with injuries. Newcastle as well. I'm not sure when their um, players are coming back. Probably the end of November, that sort of thing, which is about now. <laughs> but yeah, Ramsey and Moreno were just, they're so important for Villa. And who knows what Emery was kind of planning in pre-season about how, mm-hmm. they, how he was going to utilise those players. We've seen how different Matty Cash is playing, how different Kamara is playing, Louise, those players have all been asked to do different things this season to the benefit of the squad. Yeah, the thought of Ramsey taking his game on onto a new level and how we're going to use Moreno again like we did last season and having the opportunity to bring on a player like Luca Dean or Zaniola or Bailey and those players as well, that it, it makes, you know, it's so positive and I'm so excited and so enthused by their returns. Um yeah, it, it, it's really, um, really important that those players are back for Villa. And again, you look after the games against City and Arsenal, I think Villa have a decent run of fixtures. I mean, as you'd expect, because the, you know, the games that are coming up are quite difficult. Um, but they have a nice run of fixtures there, I think, going into the kind of the festive period. And that's when Villa will need the squad. And yeah, to have Ramsey and Moreno back, two very energetic players and who have so much quality and so much to offer the, to the team. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, we're, we're, mate, we're winning the league. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth and final point that I wanted to include on this list of why Villa should be taken seriously for their quest for Champions League qualification. Again, the title's changed as this episode's gone through. I'm going to say two words and not expand on it because I don't need to. Unai Emery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, we've probably spoken about him throughout the whole of the podcast, but and we don't need to touch on it too much because I think we've kind of explained the whole point as we went... You know, it kind of boils down to him, <laughs> realistically, yeah. doesn't it? He's got the highest win percentage of any manager in the club's history. Kind of full stop after that sentence, I suppose. Where, where, where'd you go after that? Um, it's mad, yeah. isn't it? Honestly, we, when we've done the podcast, obviously we do it every week. So the things we say change week by week and we're only talking about 
five games and then all of a sudden it's 10 games and it's 15 and it's now it's 25 under an Emery and however yeah. many it goes by we've talked about the two points per game thing it feels like from pretty early on because we've just got into that rhythm of, of winning pretty consistently all the way throughout this kind of year and it was always like and again I could go back and find specific clips from specific podcasts if I wanted to but I'm probably not going to have had the time to do that but you could find us talking about well it's eight games in 2023 and it's two points a game that sounds pretty good everyone let's see how far we can keep that going and the fact that we're now 34 games played and it's still two points per game is still a nice round even way to work it out 34 games 68 points that is unbelievable and everything we've talked about previously for the last 20 minutes or so all boils down to one man and giving him that power to just go and do his thing and I'm really really hopeful and got everything crossed that the board have given him so much power and they will get the results that they want that they want Villa to be in the Champions League and giving someone like Unai Emery the keys to your club I, f- I feel like it's going to work it can work that's the <laughs> no, nothing certain in football but it can work and that's again the whole premise of the video we're not saying Villa are going to finish in the top four when I said we're going to win the league we're not <laughs> do you know what I mean it, this is just that Villa are good and here's why it's not you know we're not bull it's a genuine thing for outsiders even though they probably can't believe it as much as we can't it comes down to Emery and the job is performed as well just quickly about European football again I think if we are going to stumble it will be because of the pressure that comes with the latter mm-hmm. rounds of the Conference League if we get there but Emery has worked in those um, competitions for as I say 17 years now of his career consecutively he knows what to do between games when to do his meetings and when sitting in that lecture theatre or whatever they're in <laughs> in the cinema room, you know, when is it too long and when do they need to take on their nutrition, etc., etc. Like, there's so much to it. But yeah, there's no one else that I'd like to be leading the club at this point. John, thank you very much for joining me this afternoon to chat through six reasons why Villa should be taken seriously for the top four this season or the top five. Uh, it's been a pleasure to to think hypothetically almost about Villa and the year ahead, but also with substantial evidence that we're pretty good. Get involved in the comments down below with your thoughts. Do you think we can qualify for the Champions League this year? Let us know uh, down below. Thank you very much for watching this one. We'll see you soon.